Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Monday. The start of an exciting new week, I hope, for everybody. Hey, thank you so much for all the lovely feedback and comments I've been getting from our weekend special podcast. Each weekend now, or most weekends, since the beginning of the year, I've been trying to do these really short 10, maybe 15-minute podcasts when we talk about stuff that isn't celebrity-related, but rather related to you. So as some of you know, as well as being a gossip columnist and entertainment reporter, I'm also a best-selling author of the four-word answer. So on the weekends, we've been pulling chapters, paragraphs out of the book and bringing them to life on a special podcast. We talk a lot on this show about doing the work. You never know who's going to be listening. I never knew who was going to be listening when I started doing these special editions of the Naughty But Nice show. But now I can report people do listen. The numbers are, are terrific. And I got a call from the folks over at Good Morning America asking if I'd like to go on their show today. <laughs> today and talk about the book talk about some of the four words and so today if you turn on good morning america three you will see your friend rob shooter i'm a lucky guy but i also do the work if you do the work i promise you i promise you people will show up it's that amazing line in field of dreams if you build it they will come Hey, let's jump into today's show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. So Chris Rock is really, really ripping into Will Smith. Meghan Markle and many other 
People, Things on his new live Netflix show. It's called Selective Outrage, which is something that he accuses Will of doing. And he finally speaks out about that infamous 2022 Oscar slap. He said the following quote. Everybody called the man a B-I-T-C-H. He's talking here about Will Smith and a lot of people in Hollywood did call Will that term really to put him down. And Chris went on to say that this was primarily because of his marriage with Jada Pinkett Smith, that your wife cheated on you and who got hit? Mia. That is some bad S-H-I-T. He joked of the physical pain, the physical pain, and said it still hurts and I got summertime ringing in my ear. However, he refuses to give in to the cultural phenomenon that he finds perplexing of victimhood. He said, quote, right now we live in a world where the emergency room is filled with blank blanks with paper cuts. He went on to say, you'll never see me on Oprah or Gail crying. You're never going to see it. It's not going to happen. He said, I couldn't believe it when Will hit him. He said, I loved men in black and now I'm getting hit like a boxer. While Rock devoted the last 10 minutes, the final 10 minutes, to the Smith scandal, the first hour of the show, it's about an hour and a half in total, the first hour of the show touched on some really touchy topics, such as wokeness and Meghan Markle. He said, it's the royal family. You didn't Google those, mother. You know what? What the F is she talking about? She didn't know that it was racist. He went on to say, it's like marrying into the Budweiser family and going... They drink a lot. So he had a lot to say about Meghan Markle as well as Will Smith. He said that as for the allegations about a particular member of the royal family inquiring about the baby's skin colour, he said, quote, that's not racist because even black folks want to know how brown the baby is going to be. Now, some of his most vicious material targeted what he called selective outrage. And society's tendency to pick and choose whom can be cancelled. He said, quote, One person does something, they get cancelled. Another person does the same thing and nothing. He's enraged by the kind of people who play Michael Jackson songs but won't play R. Kelly, saying it's the same crime except one of them had better songs. He's also fed up with the corporate brands out there taking a stance on major political issues, which he claims is to score a point. He said that he saw a sign recently when he was in Lululemon decrying racism and hatred, saying, quote, who gives an F? You're just selling yoga pants. So this went on for about an hour and a half. He did ultimately claim, though, that Jada Pinkett Smith was the one that started all this, adding, quote, Everyone knows I have nothing to do with this S-H-I-T. For people that don't know, everyone knows. His wife was effing her son's friend. Now, 
I wouldn't normally talk about this, he went on to say, but for some reason, those two are putting it all out on the internet. I have no idea why two talented people would do something as effing low down. So just to recap, he did go after Meghan Markle. He did talk about the royal family. But most of his fire, most of his fire was about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. He called Will a B-I-T-C-H over and over and over. I want to know what you think about this. Chris Rock has questioned the belief that Meghan was the victim of racism and brushed off her experiences by saying, this is merely in-law S-H-I-T. Is he right? Was Meghan just having drama with her in-laws who happened to be the royals? Hey, what do you think? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, moving along, over the weekend too, Harry did a huge interview, Prince Harry, and he said he always felt different from everybody in his family and said, I know my mom felt the same. So Harry participated in a virtual book event over the weekend with Dr. Gabor, an expert in trauma, stress and childhood development, who's actually quite controversial for some comments he's made about Israel. These two were seated across each other before a crackling fireplace. He looks very, very Mr. Rogers and discussed living with loss and the importance of personal healing. Harry brought up how he related to his mother, Princess Diana, over feelings of not fitting in with the rest of the royal family. He said, quote, Certainly throughout my life, throughout my younger years, I always felt slightly different to the rest of the family. He said, I felt strange being in this container, meaning the royal family, and I know that my mum felt the same. I felt as though my body was in there, but my head was out, but sometimes vice versa. The times that I ventured towards being my authentic, true self, whether it was through the media or the family or whatever it was, it was almost like I said, quote, don't be yourself. Come back to who they're expecting you to be. Ouch. Harry also said that writing his book Spare was a release and stressed why it was important for him to be honest about his life story. He said, when I turned around to the people that were helping me write the book, I said, I want this to be an act of service. It needs to be, because you're almost given permission for people to talk about their own stuff. And I would say even more so within my family because of the expectations and because of how you're cast as individuals. He went on to talk about therapy a lot. And he said, a lot of families are complicated. That's true. A lot of them are dysfunctional. That's true, too. But for me, when I was doing therapy regularly, I felt like I was learning a new language, a language other people in his family did not speak. Explosive allegations again from Harry. Now, they have just received an invitation to the coronation. Sources tell me the invitations did go out and Harry and Meghan are both invited. Let's see what's going to happen. I don't think they're going to go. Hey, moving along, shocking news. We sort of knew about this and spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, but now it's been confirmed. Rachel Ray's daytime show is going to end after 17 seasons. Wow. Nationally syndicated daytime talk show, Rachel Ray, will be coming to an end after its current 17th, 17th, congratulations, season. Rachel said in a statement, quote, In my more than 20 plus years in TV, 
I've had 17 wonderful seasons working in daytime television with Rachel. However, I've made the decision that it's time for me to move on to the next exciting chapter in my broadcast career. I do believe that Rachel's excited about moving on, but I don't believe she necessarily was the one that pulled the trigger, so to speak. The landscape has been changing dramatically in daytime TV. We've lost Dr. Phil, Judge Mathis, The People's Court is also set to wrap up after this season. Also, too, The Ellen DeGeneres Show is gone, The Wendy Williams Show, Maury, Dr. Oz, and also The Real ended, too. Some massive changes in TV. I've got to be honest here. The Rachel Ray Show means a lot to me, not necessarily because I was a dedicated viewer. I enjoyed it, but I didn't watch it every day. But Rachel was one of the first shows that made me a correspondent. I went on once a month, twice a month, and did celebrity gossip. It was called Chat and Chew, where I would chat, and if she liked the gossip, she'd give me some food. That was the chew, so we'd do lots of royal stuff. It was quite tricky because the Rachel Show tapes about two, three weeks before it actually airs. And gossip, that's really dangerous. So I had to find stuff that A, remained truthful in two weeks, and B, was not outdated. So we did a lot of royal news, although now royal news, it it moves quicker than Taylor Swift news. So I'll always be grateful to Rachel Ray for honestly being one of the first people that really gave me a chance. And it was because of the Rachel Ray show that I got my own show, my own morning show on VH1. A producer at Rachel Ray really enjoyed what I did and offered me a chance to join him at VH1 and create our own show. What a thrill of a lifetime. Thank you, thank you, Rachel. Hey, quickly, before we get a break, Pam Anderson is saying she was painfully shy before posing for Playboy. She said... It took becoming a centrefold for her to come out of her shell. Pam said that posing for Playboy for the first time, she's done it a few times, in 1989 was, quote, my first feeling of freedom. As a young girl, Pam said she was painfully shy, a shyness that was so severe it was debilitating. She said she would wear a hat to cover her head and wear baggy clothes so nobody could see her. She said, I hated the way I looked. I hated everything. I was so shy. I always thought everyone else was pretty, but I had no self-confidence, none at all. And then she went on to say she almost didn't do the glossy magazine Playboy. In 1989, Hugh approached her and she was in Vancouver. And when she was approached by Hugh Hefner, she said no. And then finally she thought about it and was like, why not? Let me try this. She did confess that when she went to LA to shoot it, she was terrified. She concluded there by saying, it was the first flash when I opened my eyes and I could feel I was falling off a cliff. She went on to say that this was her first feeling of freedom and then said, quote, then I was off to the races. Yes, you were, Pam. I used to be shy as a little boy. I had a stutter when I was little. And so for a long time, I was painfully shy like Pam. I know that's hard to believe now. I'm such a silly goose. But when I was little, I was quite, quite shy, painfully shy. I used to hide behind my mom's legs. And my first taste of freedom was I joined an amateur dramatics group. Within my school, they put on a play. They put on Calamity Jane, Doris Day's movie. And it really taught me how to brush away some of my shyness. 
It's amazing, isn't it? For Pam, it was photo shoots. For me, it was a play. What was it for you? Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to my Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. Hey, let's get to the polls. Last show, we talked about the way that the Sussexes found out about their eviction from Frogmore Cottage was via letters and email. Ouch. Should somebody have picked up the phone? (laughs) That was our question. Should somebody have picked up the phone? Let's have a look. 85% said yes. Charles should have called them. I don't think you're so angry that they're losing the cottage, but the way it went down was messy, messy, messy. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page and Naughty Nice Rob, or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest stuff of the day. Jake Gyllenhaal is showing off his new totally fit physique while filming scenes for his new movie. So Jake is ready for a fight. The actor, 42, appeared on stage at a recent UFC event in Las Vegas where he showed off his amazing new fit physique for the film that he's working on. It's a remake of the Patrick Swayze movie, Roadhouse. He looks incredible in these photographs in these videos go to naughtygossip.com you won't you won't recognize him he's totally ripped totally cut up and nicest of the day and now our naughty's the day naughty 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 rebel wilson is talking about meeting Meghan markle saying quote she's not naturally warm ouch so rebel did not get a warm reception from Meghan markle when she first met the duchess of sussex she went on to tell Andy Cohen that Meghan Markle was not as cool as Harry and she wasn't as naturally warm. Wilson noticed that Markle's standoffish behaviour could have been due to the fact that her mom, Sue, was slightly rude with some of her questions, asking Meghan, where are your children? <laughs> I don't know if that's rude. Rebel went on to say that the meeting took place in Santa Barbara, very fancy, and by contrast, Harry couldn't have been nicer. She said, quote, maybe that's why she was like, who are these annoying convicts from Australia? She joked before reiterating that Harry was, quote, lovely. I don't know if she's standoffish. I think that they've just both been through so much. Can you imagine being that famous, that much in the public eye? I met her many, many years ago before she was the Duchess of Sussex, and and she was the opposite of cold. She was really, really warm, big smile, lots of hugs. So maybe, maybe Rebel just got her on the, the wrong day. Hey, let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Envy and jealousy are an indication that you have not yet fully accepted yourself. Jealousy isn't about anybody else. It's about you. It's about those dreams that are deep down inside you that have never been realised. Jealousy and envy, it's a cry for attention from the passions that want to be fulfilled. And so... We must stop thinking about envy and jealousy as a bad thing. No, they're a good thing. They're a lighthouse pointing you in the direction of what will make you happy. The next time you feel envious, the next time you feel jealous of somebody, think about what they have that you want. Ting, not a bad thing.
a good thing to know. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And remember, all together now, please help me sing along. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 